Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the Root and Roots Show on blogtalkradio.com. Now here's your host, Greg Rashid, bringing you the best in music, information, and history. Well, thank you, Janine, and she comes on after this show. Uh, Janine Santana, if you've never listened to her show, it's really great. But that's if you're listening on the great KUHS radio on in television in Colorado, Denver, Colorado, to be exact. The founder of that great station is Henry Archuleta, and he's celebrating his, this is the first year anniversary of KUHS, and they're going strong. They're all over the world, all over the Internet. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. So those of you who listen to this on Wednesdays will hear that. But if you're listening live on Saturday, you're listening to the Root and Root Show. And we come on Saturday and Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, trying to bring you the best as far as music from the Root's perspective, be it blues, gospel, jazz, hip-hop, world, soul, country sometimes, uh, classical music also, as well as interviews of authors, newsmakers, and we we just talk about things that a lot of these stations, and Internet, you just name it, anywhere, they don't talk about it. I've been doing this a long time and been on the Internet for ooh, four or five years now, but been in radio since 2001. I just want to give you that background because some people don't know me, maybe tuning in for the first time, and again, my name is Greg Rashid, the host of the Root & Root Show. And we're going to start this off today because we're going to be talking about hip-hop music in the Ukraine. Yes, hip-hop music in the Ukraine. I'm waiting for my guest, but we're going to play right now a group called Alpha Alpha. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of the song. I'm just going to play it. So let's hear Alpha Alpha. They're from Uganda, but they they were based in the Ukraine, so to use there. So anyway, we're going to play right now. Alpha Alpha on the Root and Root Show.
And that ended abruptly. That was quick. But anyway, that was Alpha Alpha. I'm not even going to pronounce what that song was about because I really don't know. But I, I liked it. But I, my guest is on the line who can explain that song and other songs. And in fact, the group that I just played, they're on the cover of this new, the new book that the professor who's on the line right now wrote, and it's called Hip Hop Ukraine. Music, Race, and African Migration, and it is on the Indiana University Press, and I'm honored to have on my program Professor Adriana, and I hope I don't brutalize your last name, uh, Helbig? <laughs> Helbig, oh, yes. <laughs> Helbig, okay. Associate Professor of Music at the University of Pittsburgh, and also your affiliated faculty member of Cultural Studies, Women's Studies, Global Studies, a little bit of everything, Eastern European studies, right. Russian, <laughs> Russian studies, just an expert on everything. But I, this book was, I have to say, the first song, when I told people I was going to be doing this show, I mean, first, they, they can't, no one can believe there's hip-hop music at all in the Ukraine. And the fact, when I was explaining it to one person, about well, yeah, you know, how do Uganda, some Nigerians that are in the Ukraine, and also in Russia, they just looked at me like, what? So this is, you know, I'm really fascinated. And what got, what captured my eye, because I, I get a lot of books, I get a lot of um, catalogs from publishers, and earlier this year, actually it was last year, I finally got you on it, because it actually was late last year. Yeah, I May. saw this, and I, yeah, and I had to do a triple take. I said, I can't believe this. I have to just get this to find out what's going on here. And I'm really glad I read the book and listened to the music. And I have to say, first of all, some of the, the file, I won't be, play, be able to play some of the songs I want to play because the files on the website do not transfer well to mm. Blog Talk Radio for some reason. And I don't know what that's about. But I do have some other music like I just played. Okay. And we can well, read. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, we can talk about, you know, even just the picture itself. I mean, I don't know how much time we have uh, today. Well, we, but we, we got we got 25 minutes or more, you know. We can 25 minutes. We well, the picture itself, I actually um, saw it on the Internet. I was doing research on Romani music, on gypsy music, and I came oh. across that picture, and I thought, well, if I could explain that, then I could get tenure at University of Pittsburgh. <laughs> so that was part of <laughs> one, like, that was actually how I reacted to it, and I grew up in downtown Newark. Most of my neighbors were African-American, and so for me, seeing um, a black person wearing Ukrainian folk costumes was just about as different as I could have ever imagined it to be, and uh, I called them up, and we found them. Actually, there were two groups. So there's another group called Chornobrivci, which translates as black-browed, um, and they were actually popular in Ukraine going back to 2004 with the Orange Revolution during that time, and so I found those guys. Uh, talk to them, interview and them. There and, are some folks out there, obviously, who have not read the book. So explain the Orange mm-hmm. Revolution. And, and listeners, you can call in at 424-675-8315, 424-675-8315. And we're talking about hip-hop in the Ukraine and also in Uganda <laughs> also. So, yeah, so tell, yeah. you know. So basically what we see in Ukraine is a country that's uh, coming into its own and it's been trying to find a voice in terms of where does it fit in? Is it part of the West or is it part of this broader Russian um, 
bloc that it's been with part of the Soviet Union. And uh, there has been a history of African migration into the Soviet Union going back uh, to the 1960s, approximately, when the Soviet Union began to issue scholarships for Africans and people from Latin America uh, to come to the Soviet Union to study and then to go back to their countries with the idea that they would spread socialism in a very indirect way. So most of them right. were and coming to get medical degrees. Right, and, and also, uh, I'm glad that you, you gave the history, not only of mm-hmm. the 60s, but talk about, you go back to Ira Aldridge and talk about that. And also, right. there were some movies you mentioned that I had never heard of. They are just fast right. from the uh, 30s. Really fascinating. And and for anybody that's listening, all of this music is available with the videos. They're all available through the uh, University of Indiana website. Um, so they have it's it's part of an ethnomusicology series that uh, is, where you write the book and all the music and the videos are accessible as well. Um, so I'm sorry that you can't download them to play, but people can just log in and 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 look at that. Uh, but yeah, going back to Ira Aldridge, so so you sort of have a conflation of identities here. So people don't really know that African American history, um, and many actually before I talk about Ira Aldridge, I'll just go a little bit um, to to more towards World War II uh, to talk about um, yeah. Paul Robeson because he was a very key figure. Um, he traveled to the Soviet Union in the 1930s and 1940s and. Uh, the idea was that the Soviet Union was a race-free society or a racially equal society. And at that time, we know what was happening in the United States. So a lot of African-American leaders were actually looking at the rhetoric of of communism in the sense of uh, seeing it um, as a language that could create a society of equal opportunity. And so there was a small group of African-Americans that actually moved to the Soviet Union in the 1930s. Um, and there are some descendants from from those African-Americans still living, and they're very popular in Russia because many of them are on TV. And so there's sort of this, you know, catch-all when when you're when you, when there's an element of difference, then um, in this type of society where there isn't so much difference, uh, you're you're sort of lauded, but right. you're also made into a character. And so a lot of them um, are have found uh, careers in performance and on TV as anchors and uh, leading TV shows. Well, you talk about one in the book. This uh, this woman who's a news uh, anchor, and she has to. She's uh, African. And she has to wear a. This time she has to wear a blonde wig, or it was something very weird. You know what she had to do at first. Oh, Conga. Right. So this is actually this is the granddaughter of the African Americans who moved to the Soviet Union. And uh, so, right. So, so the, the idea was to play around with issues of race because. Uh, you know, again, they were there was they were such a minority at that time in the Afri- in the Soviet Union, and really, they anybody uh, who was um, of black skin was automatically assumed to be part of this group of African students who were coming in with scholarships. And the idea was that they really weren't allowed to stay in the Soviet Union. It was just a scholarship, and then they were asked to go back. But, of course, many students fall in love with locals, and so then there are children um, that 
that come from that, and uh, those children actually had a very, very hard time because many of them didn't know their parents, didn't know their fathers especially, because usually it was um, men who got the scholarships out of Africa. Um, they went back, and so now you actually have a lot of reunion shows. People who grew up, as the word is called mulat, um, mixed race, and now they're, they're seeking out their fathers through the Internet and, and able to travel um, out of Ukraine. Um, to different parts of Africa to meet them. So it's a very it's a very intense story. I mean, what we see in that picture, it looks fun. You know, there are three three people dressed in Ukrainian folk costumes right. that they rented from the local theater, and you know, a part of it is that they're making money. Their parents think that they're in medical school, which they started out to be, um, and but then this stuff took off. Um, so they actually really made their name by using Ukrainian folk songs and sort of rapping to it or, you know, adding movements and then just really the, this, you know, marketing strategy of being African and singing in Ukrainian. And language is very politicized. So, um, as you know, Russian is really the the language that was most common throughout the Soviet Union and also in the cities throughout Ukraine for historical reasons. Ukrainian wasn't really allowed for many reasons, um, and you know, the, it, it was just this language that always was sort of shunned and put to the side. And here you have people that are clearly not from this country who are using Ukrainian and drawing attention and, and, and also making themselves political figures, because um, there's a big difference if you if you uh, speak Russian or Ukrainian, um, and especially going back to the Orange Revolution when all of this started in 2004, where you were really, if you were speaking Russian, it was really assumed that you were pro-Putin on going towards that end, and if you were speaking Ukrainian, right. there was this new idea that you were going to be a Ukrainian citizen, and here you've got these guys that are taking that side, which was really the minority side. It, it is fascinating as I looked at the mm. video of the group performing, and I was looking right. at the crowd, and <laughs> I don't know if it, it seemed like part of the crowd was really happy and excited. Other other part was like, what are we actually looking at? Right. <laughs> and, so, and exactly. listen, you have to really look at this. It, we can describe this, but you have to go on that site and look at it because it's really it's just fascinating. Yeah, and so these guys, you know, so they're taking these Ukrainian folk songs, they're dressing up in these costumes that really, you know, very few people actually wear every day, right? Um, and so this used to be Sunday wear in the villages, and now you've got Africans that are wearing this on stage and, um, you know, promoting a certain idea of citizenship, you know, that you can be African and, and maybe speak Ukrainian with an accent, but be, um, equal, you know, really claim the types of rights that everybody else has in the country. On the flip side, these guys are all DJs, too. So a lot of them are actually coming from middle-class families um, in Africa, and because, you know, who now has the opportunity to travel if not people with money? And they don't necessarily get the scholarships anymore. So they're actually paying their way, or maybe the governments in Africa are paying, are helping pay their way. And so they have a lot of access to technology, much more access to technology in Africa than they do in Ukraine. And they come into cities like Kharkiv, which is on the Ukrainian-Russian border. And, um, you know, they're asked to DJ. And there's a lot of... Uh, 
young people that are really into any kind of music coming out of America. And so now you've got a black person who speaks English who's willing to help you, and you're like, okay, this this whole stereotype of African has just kind of gone out the window, and let's kind of impose African-American identity onto these Africans. Right. So when you go to these cities, they're like, oh, yeah, have you met our local, or have you have you met our African-Americans? And I was always thinking, why on earth would an African-American move here? You know, half the country's trying to leave this, you know, to try to move west. <laughs> That's what I wanted to ask you about. You know, why would, any, why would anybody move? And And it turned out that they were actually from, you know, Uganda, from... Tanzania, from Kenya, from Nigeria, and you know a lot of them are English speaking. But now we have a lot more French speaking also moving into Ukraine because, as you know, the French speaking Africans would prefer more to go to France, right? Kind of following colonial right. networks. Um, but with the anti-migration and, and the anti-racist. Um, you know, stance in, in France, a lot of them are actually moving to other countries. Um, and so now you have French speaking, English speaking, plus now they're saying, well, why do we need to use colonial languages? Let's incorporate some of our local languages. So you've got a complete mix and just this awesome, like, pan African identity that's developing in countries that really never had a history of, of any kind of relationship with Africa. And well, there, you know, uh, there's a picture yeah. in the book that really. It could be it, it could be anywhere. It could be locally here in Washington D.C. It could be in mm. Denver. It could be anywhere. But there's this. I guess it's a, a yard. It's not a yard sale. It's like a farmer's market or something. Like a flea market. They're called bazaars. A flea market. Okay. Yeah, a flea market. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just you know I'm looking at the you know the group of Africans selling things. I'm trying to figure out. There's one picture. There's one guy in particular has like a, I believe it's a football jersey. It has number ten on it. And you would never know it's in the Ukraine, looking at the picture. Right, right. So that's it could be so anywhere. amazing, right, with the Internet and also with migration. So before I just address that, I'll tell you briefly just a lot of how this music comes from America into Ukraine. So as I mentioned before, many people were leaving, especially in the 1990s, um, when they moved they tried, most of them tried to get to America. When they got to America, they weren't living in the posh suburbs. They were moving into very poor um, cities. And a lot of the mixing actually happened among um, African-American, Ukrainian, Russian youth. And so they would start collecting some of this music and, you know, just you know, base basketball jerseys, actual, actual basketballs, because nobody plays basketball in Ukraine. And that all started getting shipped back to Ukraine, like to their friends, like, hey, you know, I, this is a great recording, here's, here's this. And so you have this circulation of things going from Ukraine through cities um, via, you know, young men going back to right. Ukraine, and then you've got this other circulation of Africans moving to Ukraine and circulating their music technology and, you know, their language and culture, and especially body movements, right? So the way that they dance, you, you'll see in the clubs that because the African is usually asked to be the DJ, um, and that just has to do with, you know, again, sort of these stereotypes being layered on that they market him as African-American, we've got this African-American DJ in this club, um, and... Uh, you know, sort of this idea of black bodies and, 
he has a lot of power, right, in that kind of situation. So when they rap, they're usually rapping in English and French or in local languages, not necessarily in Russian or in Ukrainian. And they're saying things like, hey, you know, you guys are kind of racist. You need to get over this. Uh, you know, I'm a strong black man and I'm living in your country. And yeah, you know, and all the, everyone in the club is, is, is you know, reacting to that. And, and well, yeah. One thing you talk about in the book is about your experience going to these clubs and your, right. <laughs> you know, the whole age thing. And I'm much older than you, but the thing about a lot of these clubs, are, you know, it's late at night to catch some of these DJs and catch some of these acts. Talk, yeah, and a lot of them are outside the city. Yeah, so one of the things when I did the research, I thought, you know, I could just set up camp in like a cafe in the center of town, and I would just ask these guys to come in. And, you know, we'd do interviews and we'd talk, and one thing I realized is that was a big problem for them because a lot of them are actually scared to go into the center of town, and especially now with all the violence that's erupting. So I realized that I had to travel either to their homes or to outside the city where these clubs are. Um, and it's true in terms of age and, and you know I'm like the preppiest whitest person there I've got blue eyes blonde hair you know how was I going to fit and 40 years old and how was I going to fit in into like a hip-hop club but one thing that I realized is that there are a lot of women my age that go to these clubs and a part of it is um, my generation missed going out. In the 1990s, it, the, the economy in Ukraine was so bad that, you know, really just the situation, you know, people didn't have anything to eat. They had lost all their savings. The banks had collapsed. You know, there was so much corruption, so much mafia. And right. so these, these people really just didn't have that kind of entertainment. So now they're almost like reclaiming their youth in, in a kind of, you know, midlife crisis. So I fit in right in that midlife crisis mode of, of women and then they just assumed that one of these guys was my son because it's very typical if you're 40 to have like a 20 year old kid and so I just kind of claimed one I was like yeah that one's mine and uh, <laughs> just kind of like had these interactions in the clubs yeah. did you go to one club that was was it in Uganda or was it in Ukraine where you're on the border where there are there's security and well, there was a lot of um, stuff. So I, I followed the story to Uganda. I did um, meet the families of some of these musicians that I met in Ukraine. And, you know, again, I also I kept wondering, you know, wh why would somebody move to Ukraine when, when they might have the opportunity to move to Europe? Um, and a part of it that I realized is they follow networks so if your father or your uncle had studied in the Soviet Union, it, it was very common to you, for you to just follow that, that network as well and go as well. And so um, the other thing that I was curious about was why are they singing in Ukrainian? That that to me was, was really, I just couldn't understand because they could do so much more um, in terms of financial uh, contracts if they were rapping in Russian. And when I got to Uganda, I really started to understand that it's it functions very similarly. It's like if your group is in power, then you know, your group's music and your group's language, I mean, tribes, you know, are, are, is going to be in the airwaves right. and everyone else then drops to this minority status. And they were connecting very strongly with that idea that, you know, they were a minority in, in Uganda and they wanted to really connect and, and sort of bring that that story to the forefront. 
Um, and in Uganda, like it was just, mm-hmm. it just started to be. I I had never been in a in a research situation where I couldn't be fluid with my identity. So sometimes I could be Ukrainian because I speak Ukrainian or Russian or speak English or you know I you know also have a German last name. So you know you can kind of move in and out of identities. And in Uganda, um, I basically was slotted you know into that American identity, which I also don't really identify with because I had grown up in a Ukrainian community. So it was a very interesting um, eye-opening experience for me, too, about my own self. You know, every time you go somewhere, you learn more about you, really, than you do about others. That's right. You know, I want you to talk about, because you mentioned in the book, too, about it's kind of a bait and switch um, in Uganda, and I guess in Nigeria, but Uganda, where you see these big posters of study in Russia or study in Ukraine with these blonde, white, you know, Russians. But these students get to these countries. And let's talk about what happens when they get to the Ukraine, when they go to these schools and all, and what happens to them. Because it seems like it is a bait and switch. Yeah, and and so – you know, I have to say, I you know, I also work with professors in Ukraine, and this is something that I bring up all the time because more and more, uh, you know, these these used to be two or three universities that, especially from Africa, students would come, and they came in Kiev and Kharkiv and Odessa, and they, they were medical schools or you know other professional schools, and now more and more they're ending up in the West, um, in smaller towns. Some of them are choosing to stay, and so you have a country that really does not have um, even a language to talk about race because everything um, in the Soviet Union was actually based on ethnicity. So there's a lot of language on talking about ethnic hierarchies and, and different ways to identify yourself through ethnicity, but not necessarily through race. And so what uh, is actually um, happening is they need people to come into these universities because they're actually paying uh, a different rate. So, you know, it's not state-sponsored, so, so there's actually cash flow into the universities, and it's also out of China, too, so they bring a lot of students out of China. Um, they're, they, they have special classes for them where they're learning in English, not necessarily, you don't necessarily have to learn Ukrainian or Russian to take these classes. But then once you leave the classroom, what then happens to that student? And a lot of these students are extremely isolated. So, you know, they, they, they really don't necess- they don't have a way to connect with the local population. The local population, I mean, it, it is so, like, we would be shocked to see this, that you have an African man standing and a person will just come and touch his skin, you know, just I because they've never seen that. In, I had that happen to me in uh, Japan back in the 80s. Right. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, so... So we're on that level right now. And, you know, right. there ha- there has been a lot of racial violence, um, but, you know, a lot of it doesn't get reported. But a lot of it is now part of it, what I see with these guys is through these hip-hop um, clubs and, and especially these recording studios, that's like their posse, right? So you have now these, like, five local friends that you can depend on, and it gets to the point where you know, they'll they'll be like, okay, don't leave the club first. We'll go out first, and if everything is okay, then you walk with us. Um, so with men, it's it's very it's, you see these bonds forming with the hip hop, where really it starts to become dangerous. Is say, for instance, you see an African American uh, African. Um, see, I did it right. So African American. So African yeah. man uh, walk with a local um, woman. 
and then that starts to really spark some reactions, um, especially uh, you know with with the uh, you know slurs against the woman too. Right. And that just has which to is, do with which is a whole going bunch on in this, yeah. went on in this country, and it still goes on in certain yeah. parts of this country. It really does. Yeah, I, I, just, I was just in the South, and I, I, it's, I, you know, I live, in, I've lived in the in the northern part of America for my, most of my life, and what I saw in the South, I was very shocked. I don't, you know, we hear about it all the time, but um, it's you don't actually realize that it's so still, you know, permeates everyday experiences for people. And I can say, too, and by the way, I haven't even said this, but I'm talking with uh, Adriana Hilberg, the author of the book, Hip-Hop Ukraine, Music, Race, and African Migration. You can call in at 424-675-8315, 424-675-8315. And I can tell you, frankly, uh, Adriana, you know, I lived for 20 years in Colorado, and I know I went through small towns in Colorado when I would leave Denver and leave Boulder. Mm-hmm where you would get the same looks that I could imagine I would get in Ukraine. Yeah. It's amazing. So it doesn't it hasn't really changed. And I'm talking about in the last what two years cuz that's the last time I was there. So you know, it's it's still the same. Yeah, so there's this very interesting switch that's happening in in Ukraine recently since this. So we talked about the 2004 Orange Revolution, and now the last revolution that we had was called Euromaidan, and that had to do with a student movement where they were choosing um, to to sign an agreement with the EU so that Ukraine takes steps uh, to go with the European Union. And the president at that time, uh, Viktor Yanukovych, had actually reneged on that promise and he was going to sign um, a contract with Russia. So that's what spurred all of these revolutions um, the past two years. And then now we have this war. But during that time, the interesting thing was we actually didn't see Africans participating in those movements outwardly, um, which was very different from 2004 when they were on stage and singing. Yeah. Um, And that just had to do with really just the violence was just on such a high level and just the fear factor. So those uh, the, the family that's on the cover of my book, you know, they had very serious discussions. Are they going to go back to, you know, Uganda? Will they stay in Ukraine? And in the end, they decide they decided to stay in Ukraine. Um, but the interesting thing is, there's a new identity that's now forming, and it's called Afro. Banderivtsi. And Bandera was a, a nationalist leader um, during World War II, and so very pro-Ukrainian and this language and everything. And so they. What actually has now happened is there's this new identity that's come onto Africans where now almost everybody in Ukraine believes if you're African, you are so pro-Ukraine and they will protect you because you're one of us and, you know, our boys are dying and you're supporting us. So there's this very protective um, rhetoric that's actually emerging towards Africans. And I think part of what's actually also happening in Ukraine, Putin has done Ukraine a huge favor because as... You know, when before there was a porous border between Russia and Ukraine, it was this like, yeah, we're Russia, we're not Russia, you know, this very right. vague 
kind of identity. And now with the borders and when they took Crimea and, you know, this, this really just hit a nerve with just with everybody. And they said, look, this is our country. We have to protect it. Not only do we have to protect our borders, we have to protect the people in it. And I think there's there's just this very, I haven't been back um, to really see what's what's been happening, but I feel it, you know, from, from how people speak about Africans, especially that there's this, you know, they're, they're one of us. And, um, you know, I, it, it's, it's just very fascinating, especially with what's happening in Hungary, which is the bordering country, right? They're right. building fences and keeping people out. And that's not the type of rhetoric we are actually still seeing in Ukraine now. Well, I think uh, probably uh, Donald Trump has some um, say in those fences, <laughs> but that's another story. Well, I'm going to play right now, if you don't mind, Adrian, I'm going to play uh, Flavor Family. It's not Flavor Flavor. But this is another. Do you know them? All I, right. They, so this is something that you didn't let download from the book, right? This is something else. Right, right. I had to just look for some Ukrainian rap, hip-hop. So this is Ukrainian. Okay. So, I, you know. <laughs> I hope it is. That's what it said it was. So let's hear that on the Root and Root show. It's Flavor Family. I cannot pronounce the title of this thing, so I'm going you can figure it out after we're done with this. Okay. Okay. Ароматерапия, семья, два два нули висим, без перегрузки пишем, реп механизм, папери соци у Руси, сын не переживай, наше прецедентное краще, а то мало что, действительно, мы чаще, наробите мозги у бронетисти, из сына методом, тора молотом, криком черного ворона, а Данила корона, вороню вирус кривою лирою, душа не протана, ураган, коти входу до Абалона, низка на сильцинка, лесо клинка. Магічна сімка, мікрофон Капля я бопока, лети ви збоку Солком робимо реп, як мечі бока Наші слова у давка Паніка, сітка злітає з голови Зльоту квадратна Сім тисяч каратна кара, кара, кіра Остраката сокіра Сім'я в ефірі, сіра маса Москва, маска Москова Магічний посох і перагост Стан речей став наш рими у музей Давай жару, кай вкачеш, не плач, жаб квач Прямо із муру, піднімаючи температуру Заливає сало під шкуру, мінорний гуру Розірвані усмати, квадрати Просякнуті луцьким ароматом, нова доса яку Бригада складу, плюс леса порізи Самозами у мусок заганяють прокляту прозу Родом з бердосу, доводив музу до екстазу Тепер ми разом, атака психотрозним газом Сипляють з першого напаса, задуті паровозу Папіроси, наші праси, все та зараза, а ти хто думав праса, риба за тілі, гартування стали стилю, ударна хвиля, крізь радіоефіри, рими сокіри, не знають міри, вампіри ліри, по плану чітко розставим мітки на скрізні діри, закони братства, як символ віри. Братство, волинське батство, перебірка стайлою стану фалі фірмових трасся, зубами класа, спаса, розвалито дляство, в ефірах пішло ніби на фізика сопасті, квадрати зі Ми просто не 
по полу я вірю. Я в сахме в магмі, на глобах нам бити догми, і ти хто над ними согне добу. Бомба, бомбу, ремо, слабше за репу темпо. Тут цепло, тут кров, тут сіття у хрепло. Побиваючи саби, дуси у стапу, ми стапом гла. Радий падати травою будем, нас мати не смоти. Суси проти тут диха ротом. Все одно влагене плодом летить цей пил. Мати, мати, ми у матову, математику, мінуси з квадратними дирадами. Радимо вашу дикаратами, лаву із кратеру на кратену ротом. Listeners out there who are saying, 
Well, we can't stand it when you play hip hop and rap, Greg. And now you're going to another country and playing, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, hip hop from the Ukraine and also Uganda and Russia. You know, we're through with oh. this. But no, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But you know, but there you are know, folks out but there. But I have to say uh, that a lot ahead. of this, a lot of this doesn't actually sound like rap or it doesn't sound like hip I mean there's a lot of this like how these categories are actually used to market certain things but not necessarily you know going into that I mean especially in Ukraine where a lot of it is actually reggae beats so when they're sampling right. um, because right. reggae is really the music in Africa that, that's coming in into this place it's just that when they get to Europe and this idea of well you're you're black and English speaking, so African American hip hop because that's you know the sort of the, the complete package to right. put you on stage. Um, so I mean, even yeah. Alpha, even Alpha Alpha is more folky actually than yeah. I mean, the yeah, music reggae. itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it's, it, you know you're right as far as the categories, and it, the same thing happens in this country. I mean, it's still yeah. there are some groups that are called rap and hip and there's a difference between rap and hip hop and that's a story in itself but there are some folks who categorize as hip hop some as rap who are basically just R&B yeah they're yeah. basically doing soul music and you know but that's how the corporations do that that's another story there but I just you know we're going to get ready to wrap this up but I just want to say this this book is just amazing I <laughs> urge my listeners to go to the give them the website where they can see all this because it's fascinating. Well, um, if it's on Indiana University Press, um, if you go to www.ethnomultimedia.org, and you can just basically create a uh, password for yourself and then uh, listen to all this music. And it's worth to look at the videos to see all of this in action with the visuals um, yeah. as they're in costume. And I really have to say that this stuff is also extremely popular here in America because, again, you know, my mother's 70 years old, lives in Philadelphia, and she's like, oh, play me some of that hip-hop <laughs> that you've been <laughs> writing about. So I think to your listeners, just, you know, accept it for what it is. And, and, you know, through music, you can learn about politics and economics and, you know, social movements and everything else. Right. Yeah. As I always tell folks, and I I got very young folks that listen here, and I got some very older ones who really, you know, everyone likes different genre of music. You know, they like that. But you have to understand, as the book talks about, the fact that there's a unity in this music and that Mm -hmm. hip-hop is, all you know what started on the streets in Brooklyn back in the early seventies, yeah. and actually started before that in in Jamaica in the right. in the sixties. It's just broad broadened itself to everywhere in this world. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you go in this world, you're going to see, you're going to hear some hip hop. You're going to see some graffiti somewhere, and you're going right. to see like, yeah, and like the break picture dancing. I was talking about. Mm-hmm, you'll see break dancing. And like I said, the picture that I, you know, was talking about in the book, where these folks are at the, you know, bazaar, and you would think it's any uh, African American community of having a bazaar, a yard sale, or something on a weekend. And it's the same. It's the same look. Yeah, yeah. So those guys. So again, those are some of the ones that have stayed on in Amer- in, in Ukraine and are now looking for. You know, they're they're mostly involved in trade or or they're looking to establish businesses. So you know, there's there's this whole 
new face, even to people who've never traveled to this part of the world. I mean, maybe I wouldn't recommend to go to Ukraine now with everything well, that's happening. So. But, <laughs> but you know, just to even Google it and just to get a sense of right. what the other part of the world looks like, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And, just, and, get, and get the book. Again, the book is Hip Hop Ukraine, Music, Race, and African Migration. It's by Professor Adriana Helbeg. It's on the Indiana University Press. And so, you know, it's just, yeah. it's just a fascinating study. It's just something that um, yeah. I recommend for everyone. If you want to yeah, know and you can find music, me in the department. Right. You can find Go me ahead. at University of Pittsburgh, uh, Department of Music, University of Pittsburgh. That's where I teach. I also teach courses on global hip hop. So if there is a uh, listener out there who has more questions about this, especially a younger listener, maybe who can't afford the book, um, it is on Kindle. But there's other ways that we can get you a copy. So um, absolutely, you can just uh, email me at a n h five nine at p i t t dot edu, and I'll be more than happy to share the story with you. And yeah, say that one more time. Email. Uh, the email is a n h five nine at p i t t dot edu, and it's Adriana Helbig, Department of Music at University of Pittsburgh. Well, Adriana, I just want to thank you for coming on today. What's your next book going to be about? Where, where are you going to be traveling next? Oh, actually, I'm going back to the gypsy music, so the Romani music. Oh. The, the original research I had started before I, I found these guys. So. But I, I've been going back to the Romani settlements in, uh, um, on the border of Ukraine and Hungary for about 15 years now. I have uh, godchildren, Romani godchildren there, and we oh, run a study abroad you know, to that area, so I take students out there. Uh, so, yeah, I think that it's, it's time to write that story as well. well. We have to get you back on here to talk about that. All right. <laughs> For those who don't well, want to listen you. to the hip-hop, you can do the gypsy music. Yeah. That's right. You can do that. But thank you again, Adriana, for being on again. And I really appreciate you writing this book. It's very important that this book is out there and that you're thank doing you. this great work. Thank you so much. Thank you for your support. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Take care. And again, that was Adriana Hilbig, and the book is Hip Hop Ukraine Music Race and African Migration. And I recommend it, you know, I recommend it highly. I know some of you say, well, you recommend a lot of books highly. Well, they're great books, but this one is a whole different world. And it's something that, you know, bridges the gap for those of you who want to learn about African. The continent of Africa, in particular Uganda, the connection with the Ukraine, you got two U's there, and also, you know, the whole connection with hip-hop, Ukrainian music, folk music, it's all there. It's all there. And, you know, preparing for this show and reading this book, it just made me want to go back and listen to some old hip-hop, some of the old stuff. And I'm going to be playing some of that for probably the next 30 minutes or so. We're going to start that off with... uh, I think we will do a little bit of, we're going to go way back in time, and we're going to do, if I can find some, I'm going to give you one that, I mean, some of you don't even remember, unless you're on the East Coast or something, you don't remember them, but I'm going to go back. Let's do, it's my beat, and, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to get some water here. I'm going to do Sweet Tea and Jazzy Joyce, it's my beat, on the Root and Root Show. And I want to know how many folks remember Sweet Tea and Jazzy Joy. So let's hear this on the Root and Root Show. How shall I rock thee? Let me count the ways. One, two, three. 
Now I be drilling them seeds with my lyrics still like Del D's. Oil, bubbling toy you. The blue without the bitches. What? I'm wicked as the witches. Hitting harder switches. Once again, miss big britches. Uh, uh, I'm putting my weight down. Who's gonna take down? One touch of 75. How? Break a sucker down. Dust the Do what the must. Ooh, what the rush now? Hush. Someone's calling my name. The only girl to knock it out the frame. Cause I'm worth it, that works it Over time, definitely blow your mind When the instruments become instrument I flow through the dental frame Cock back and take aim On you can't be decreased, the bad it's a beat So aesthetic with me, it's definite catastrophes On them seeds, super supreme When it's time to let them steam I'm a microphone theme, phone theme Super supreme, afro queen Now, I break them down To their very last compound When I come stomping on the ground I mark it like dogs pissing on trees Um, don't piss me off because wow. I might go off, baby Flow from the labyrinth Take a puff and blow them seats like clarinet uh, I ride beats like a yama Pulls more drama than your baby's mama Pulls like comma ha, Right in your face, it's lab and direct If a cool murderer, you best protect your neck uh, You can inspect the deck, go for the hills uh, I don't fake jacks, I'm not your everyday chill My shades of lingo, got more flavor than Pringles I shoot the gift more swiffer than Chris Pringle You talk about getting with me, miss me Cause you'll be left missy blue Shit, your draw fits in two Suckers get dumped in my dungeon You see it's all the trees, but I'm a playful bunion Chop, chop, like an axe, my vocal sticky like dumb tack <laughs> Don't try to melt me, cause my voice is so wet It's fireproofing that the gods on as truth hard as a brick body And need to break your two store teeth Cheese, and that's the end of the beat Shoot it, cause I don't see a damn thing that you can do with it She is super supreme When it's time to let go
Brooklyn, Queens act like justice. Never potential, caught up the mega. Jealousy of what are we? Become tendency for their thievery. All right, cool. But no need to pull the trigger, that's a fool. I get my whip like that in my school. To produce the words that they dream about. It's another way of taking out these sissies. Who may try to extinct my principality. But of course they're not trying to madness. From beginning, I'm the end. Observe me. Ignorance is not a trend. So as I beckon for a few seconds, pull the reins. Creativity 
short. Let it be short that like DMC is taking them short. In 88, I was great, but 89 is my time. Stop looking, listen to the right rhyme. K-Rock, the DJ, throws the cuts my way. Put them on the real or real and let them play. Leg one and leg two, they do the jumping, the dancing, the pumping. Always up to something. But when it comes to the rap category, MC like headlines and stories.
umbrella Mr. Black Man, tell me where you're heading The last few years, I watched while you were shedding Pounds and pounds of growth of the population Soon we won't be able to have a strong black nation I shoot here, I stab and there, but when it stop Cause now you're dying from a dose of the crack rock I'm just a Nubian queen that needs to came to stand strong And try to press on It's not a white man's finger on the trigger Carjack driver, I call each other nigger I'm not here to scold, but rather shape and mold A young black mind that won't live to grow old Cause you're frontin', smokin' on the blunt And down with your friends cause you think you're making ends But you're not, and that's the truth of the matter Your brother getting skinny cause you want your pockets fat Five o'clock in the morning, where you gonna be? I'm Living like a star 
surviving. Listen to the blues of the ghetto. The downtown flavor shines from many angles. Yes, the notorious. With rhymes so glorious. The Manchu monkey over flunky to victorious. Rappers be boring us. With rhymes so conventional. Days in the maze when they hear the three dimensional. Lyrical skills of the insects in motion. Coasting down frozen with a bag of magic potion. Now I'm rolling with the seven in the present. Puffing some expression. Manifesting today's lesson. Still hits like that. So have no fear. But I'm sick of this year. I'm sick of this year. Above sea level, 93 million miles above these devils. Play me in the winter, play me in the summer, play me in the order. Any order, you want them, I got them. Dripping like water, catch me at a hot spot with the death daughter. We down moving within the two circles. We play these ice chains, straight New York to. We satisfy our wealth from my loose in the bank. There's love amongst the bank. Now, I'm a rocker to my homegirl, cause we alike. Ain't alike, ain't alike. Let's see a light, daddy. Feel 
right, that was a floor tree, and that was Say Yes. That would make me say yes and here and there. And before that, we did uh, Dickable Planets and Knife Wonder. Then we did Nonchalant and 5 o'clock in the morning. Before that, we did MC Light, Stop, Look, Listen. And MC Light, by the way, I could do a whole show on MC Light because she, she is underappreciated. I put her in the top five of all-time hip-hop artists because she's... MC Light is amazing, but anyway. And before that, we started to set off with X Clan. Heed to the word of the brother. I hope you enjoyed a little going back in time with hip hop and doing, you know, just hearing some folks that you don't even hear, you don't hear hardly on on radio or internet anywhere. So I was just happy to play that. But you know that the Florida song got me in the mood to do get into the segment that we do from time to time, our slow jam segment. And I'm going to do right now, I'm going to go back to, I think I'm going to do this one. This is Michael Henderson and Roberta Flack after the concert. So let's hear that on the Root and Root Show.
Hello. Hello, you got a minute? Sure. You know what, tonight I saw you with someone else. What about it? Has she taken my place in your heart? You didn't understand my needs. I found someone who does. Your place? <laughs> you make this harder than it has to be for me. Oh, you don't really mean that, does he? It's all over. Oh, please, just give me one more time. I hope you understand. Please, please. There's no need to go I any further. I can't let you go. It's all over. Please. Good music. 
las que quieren apoderarse Porque vienes del más grande, me exiges sinceridad Con autoridad, tomo tu mano y suelto realidad Ya no hay soledad, tú me llenas de felicidad Dame tu amistad, quiero encerrarme en tu libertad Tu amor me nutre, sin teatro nada que nos desconcentre El centro neutro de lo nuestro, retro no hay quien lo secuestre Entre tú y yo no hay barreras, no existen fronteras Ramera esperan afuera, queriendo que esto se muera Pero Estamos unidos en sacramento, no existe tormento que acabe con este sentimiento Siento que reviento lento, invades mis pensamientos sin consentimiento Llegas con movimiento violento, pero con talento, con fundamento, con argumento Contigo aumento y caliento tu alma, desde mi acento, tú mi campamento Viene desde ya, bajo tu aliento de la calle, el pavimento, del asfalto, del cemento Me vigilas, me encarrilas, me sacas de cualquier fila Tú dilatas mis pupilas, mutilas cuando mi voz te afila Con tu vuelo llego al cielo, tú mi Pañuelo. Por ti yo no soy modelo, por ti siempre me desvelo Contigo guerreo, sin trofeo, solo noqueo y bloqueo A fariseo feo, los veo, yo no les creo Leo tu mirada por mis venas, tu voz que resuena Se almacena la condena y se encadena porque llena Eres mi motor, mi corrector de amor Mejor despertador, disparador y mutilador del opresor Eres el gigante por el que huye, llegas a mi mente Sales de mi cora y los destruye, amado mío Llenas el vacío, ninguno ha podido, te ansío Sonrío tú, mi río de escalofríos por las madrugadas siempre Quiero saludarte, quiero abrazarte fuerte Yo no quiero soltarte, eres el arte que cuando llega me parte al tocarte Nuestro amor es un amor eterno que no se comparte Cuando llegas me llenas de paz, me llenas de luz Es como cuando oro y siento la presencia de Jesús Haces que flote, que flote, que al malote lo explote Que te note, que no me agote, haces que sea el azote Que tú eres, mi alma te prefiere, no hay quien te supere Tú hieres sin lástima si quieres Tú me das poderes, contigo aprendí a rechazar todo lo que absorba Aprendí que mucho hace el que poco estorba Te descubro, mi mente se cubre llevando la obra Dando la palabra, quiebro fiebre, quitando al que sobra Tú subes y bajas toda mi mente Haces que no le pare nunca lo que diga la gente Todo lo que me rodea tiene tu nombre Tú mi tipo, tú mi espacio, tú mi vida, tú mi hombre Estoy dispuesta a defenderte a capa y espada Porque para mí esta unión es única y está sagrada Sigo de frente, siempre juntos, vamos sin stop We'll not let go forever, love rap
Thank you.